Yo, 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 what up, man? Welcome back to, was it episode like 95 or something, man? We've been doing, it's a long time. One of the episodes, another episode of Football Without Hesitation. I am your host, Oz, as usual, baby, we're here. We're talking San Jose earthquakes. And, dude, you could probably hear it in my voice. I think it, I think if you play the episodes, like if you do like a, some kind of marathon, if you're some kind of... If you're some kind of sadist, if you just want to hear me for multiple hours, uh, you could hear the enthusiasm changing in my voice as the Quakes' fortunes have changed. <laughs> um, but anyway, we'll get all into that. Uh, before I get into that, I do want to remind everybody that uh, to f- follow me. Follow me on social media at FWH, at FWH Podcast, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, I'm also again the the what is it content editor? I, I, don't, I write for Centerline Soccer. Check out my writing at centerlinesoccer.com. It, it, it's not really an addition to this podcast. I mean, they're, they're related in the fact that they're both San Jose Earthquakes related, but the, other than that, they have have very little to do with each other. But other than that, I also do them. The only relation me and the Quakes. There, that's what I'm trying to get at. Um, but anyway, go go check that out. Um, I do, you know, I I do. I don't really do game reviews that much. Lo que pasó pasó, you know what the fuck? What, what, what I what can you recap? Uh, I do recaps on Monday. What I do uh, something I call the Monday kickback, where I, I kind of go back and uh, talk about kind of things that caught my eye for the last week, mostly quakes related. Or it could be soccer or MLS related as well. It, it's just it's it's just things that catch my eye throughout the week. And I also I like to do um I I do these breakdowns. I spend all this all this time. I I open up whatever website has any fucking stat about MLS, especially whoever the Quakes are playing that week. I I pull them up and I try to and I try to figure out okay who are they playing. Who, what are they likely to play? You know, how are they likely to play? What are they likely to do? Um, and and I do this breakdown and I release it. I try to release it on Wednesdays before matches. Um, they they really they, they take a long time. I really like to I really like to to you know to really pay attention on that and really think about what the Quakes really might be up against. Not just like oh this was this was what they were last week. So those kind of do take a while, but I try to get them out on Wednesdays. Those are fucking awesome because I myself am learning so much about the league. Um, it, I mean, it, it's difficult. Even even if you love a league, you're really going to follow your your team, your favorite team more. It's really hard to really follow all the teams and, and know what they're doing and what their players are doing. So I really learn a lot from that. And I think, you know, if you read it, you can learn some as well. And if I get you wrong, fucking leave it in the comments. Tell me, fool, you're wrong here change this shit and i'm gonna be like hey i don't do that i'm not that kind of editor bro but anyway um yeah gotta get that marketing stuff out of the way welcome again football without hesitation man welcome back anyone that's listening it's it's been cool man it's been it's been so fun talking about the quakes and now it's really fun now it's really fun The, the the quakes Quakes are doing well, and I know you have to be tempered. You can't get too excited. You can't all of a sudden just be like, yeah, motherfucker, you know, MLS Cup bound or something. But, but, dude, let's be real. This is this team has won 
three matches already. They've already won three games, yo. So, and, and okay, so at this point, right now, they're seventh place in the West. Seventh, motherfucker. Yeah, they've been, they were stuck in ninth, I think, for the last two, two episodes. We're now seventh place, that very final playoff spot. Once again, doesn't really matter at this point in the season. It's just, we just passed a third of the way. So, you know, fair amount of the season has gone by, but not really a significant amount. A lot of teams, a lot of teams are still going to make a difference. Right here, dude. All right, here it is. Right here at the at the very beginning of the episode. I don't do hot takes, but I'm doing a motherfucking hot take right now. Hot take. Portland Timbers are going to be in the playoffs. Hot take. And I, I, I don't even know how hot that take is. The fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, they, they've somehow survived playing this the first three months on the road. You know, they they've only got a, 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 a three weeks or something left. About to open their new, you know, the expansion of Providence Park. Four thousand more seats. It looks fucking beautiful. Everyone knows again. MLS is a bigger home field advantage than most most other leagues. It's and and that and Providence Park is probably one of the biggest, if not the best, home field advantage in MLS. And again, as somebody that that supports Quakes, I hate to fucking admit that, but it is what it is, motherfuckers. And and they got a home heavy schedule at the end because they've been on the road these first couple months, these first two or three months they've been on the road this whole time. They're right there. They're they're. They're at they're sitting at ten points, ten points. You know, same as Sporting, same as Real Salt Lake, one below San Jose Earthquakes. So, I mean, dude, they just signed that fucking player from Necaxa. No, I guess I should have his name up here, but I mean, it's Necaxa. Get the fuck out of here! It's not the '90s anymore. So, I, you know, it's not that Necaxa, but. Um, but anyway, it's, it's a player coming from Mexico. It's obviously really talented. I just don't. I, I had a, again. Just uh, Savarez is a fucking. Come on, look at that dude's fucking resume, bro. Like that, that, that dude's good. That dude's just. A, he, he's a winning. He's a winning manager. He just. He just knows how to win. That that team is still pretty damn good, and they just signed a fucking really good player. They're sniffing around that playoff spot. They got that home heavy schedule at the very end. I, I don't see how Portland is is not in the playoffs. And if Portland is in the playoffs, who is going to be out of the playoffs for the Quakes to be in? You know, when you start thinking about it that way, you're like, all right, let's be real. But 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 that being said, I mean, this ain't all fucking. Oh, let's fucking let's just rain on our own parade because you know we've had all this sadness for years. They, the Quakes are in seventh place right now. In the West, a very competitive West. They're eleven points, three three wins. Again, yeah, it, it's a third of the season. You know, just past a third of the season gone. Not, not too much, but they they're all, they got they need one more win. They need one more win, and they tied last year's total. Which, granted, that that's not the the goal. You know, you don't you didn't just want to win five and call it a, a, a success. This team still needs a direction. It still needs a vision. It's still like what what is the San Jose Earthquakes way? And I motherfucking hate hate to describe it that way. And I have described it that way in the past. But 
that's the only cliche that that I can come up with that that makes sense, you know, is is how in in the future, you know, with you know, new managers, new general managers, new players or whatever, what are the San Jose earthquakes? What kind of personnel are they going to look for to, you know, what kind of system are they going to have actually, you know, to, to go out and look for a certain type of people. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is, is it's not just about the win total. You're not just trying to get more wins than last season. That's the, not the only way, but the three wins I keep trying to be positive, and, and I keep fucking negative. <laughs> I keep dragging myself back to negativeness, but no, fuck that. Last season, last season, the Quakes did not win their third match until August, all right? You want to put that shit into some fucking perspective? The Quakes have a, a very real possibility of winning their fourth game, even though it's on the road this Saturday in New England. Last season, they didn't win their third until August, okay? Okay, so this this team is different. You know, this team is playing much different. Um, In Supporter Shield, LAFC again, dude, you could go back through these episodes for, for this season, and they've been there, I, I think, even since week one. It fucking pains me every fucking week to have to say that, but it's the truth, man. You got to say, you got to deal with the truth. But anyway, LAFC, 24 points, lead, lead supporter shield. We're Now we're past the third of the season. Now shit's starting to get a little spicy. Now you're starting to see some some of the teams, the Colorados, the, the DCs, the DCs. Yeesh. Sorry, DC. Sorry, DC. Sorry, I meant to say New England. Anyway, you're all the same. You're all the fucking Northeast, man. You're all right next to each other. Um, but yeah, you're you're starting to see, you know, some some of the teams who are who are in it, some of the teams that are not is what I'm trying to get at. Um, and LAFC has been the team that has it all season. How about the Quakes though? The Quakes undefeated, undefeated the last four matches. Undefeated in four. Oh man. How about that? How about that again? That puts them above the playoff line. First time all season. Dude, two two clean sheets in a row. Daniel Vega. April 27th. I mean, they went to they went to Dallas. They drew at Dallas. That's that's fucking that's a good result. That's a, that's a damn good result. Again, the Quakes are are not good historically on the road, especially the last several years. And Dallas is a really good team. Is going to be in the playoffs for sure. Well, uh, you say that, and then all of a sudden Dallas is going to lose like nine in a row. Just like, all right, all right. I guess they only like to be good part of the season. Um, but it was a great game. There was that 85th minute. Was it a handball? Was it not? I, I, I to me, I no. It didn't look like it. even if it did, it looked like he was trying his best to move away. And even if it did hit him in the in the upper arm, whatevs, whatevs. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain about that one. Um, then they turn around, you know, Cinco de Mayo back at home at Avaya Stadium, and playing FC Cincinnati, who was reeling. FC Cincinnati. Um, 
I've definitely de- definitely seen more tactical decisions and in high school soccer games in Salinas for sure. And that's really I, I really I, I'm not trying to trying to disrespect the um, the head coach, but he, that was bro. We had Michael Starry last season. You talk, you're trying to talk about somebody that you've seen managers put people in the wrong spots. There was, yeah, it's okay, dude. It's okay, FC Cincinnati fans. It sucks that teams like LAFC and Atlanta come out because, again, in, as as teams get added, as exp- more expansions happen, for every Atlanta United, there's going to be FC Cincinnati or a Minnesota United. Dude, come on. Y'all remember the first four four matches, Minnesota United's first four matches in MLS? People, Some people were questioning whether MLS made a mistake allowing him in the league. And look at them now. Look at them now. They're, they're, they're in the playoffs. Think about Darwin Quintero, el arquitecto del gol. Right? Is it called Arquitecto? Or, or el Científico or some shit? Fucking Mexicans always coming up with crazy nicknames. Um, but, dude, again, FC Cincinnati came to Avaya in, in, in shambles, kind of in disarray. I don't know. Pick your cliche. I just may. <laughs> What's that? They all rhyme. Um, but, and, and the Quakes did what they had to. And and to me that this is this is what's important. That this is what is showing me that that this team is different. Is good teams beat bad teams, and that that sounds so stupid because it's like well no shit, but it's it's sometimes it's really not that simple, you know. As a a good championship team takes care of business, you know, being a great team doesn't mean you go undefeated all the time. Teams lose. Teams tie, all that shit happens or draw. Watch the English people for English people. Teams draw. Um, and it happens. It happens, you know, that, that, that's understandable. But for a team to be really considered good, I think they always, most more times than not, they have to beat quote unquote bad teams. And again, this is not trying to disrespect FC Cincinnati, their manager, their team, their players. They're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out. This team's going to be a fucking monster at some point. They're just in a bad spot. Um, But the Quakes are in the opposite. They're trending in the upward direction. If they wanted to prove that they are this upward trending team, that they are this better team, they had to have, they had to take care of business at home. And they did. They did. It, it wasn't a blowout. You know, it, it was a, a nice, easy, well, not easy one. It was a one to nothing, you know, a clean sheet at home. Vegas third of the season, once again, back to back after, you know, the Dallas match. And, they played without Christian Espinosa for about 40 minutes, you know, got a red card. That's really, well, th- that's going to be interesting to see how the team reacts this Saturday. But, but the, but bottom line is they handled business. They took, they, they took care of business. They took care of the, of the bad team or the team that was struggling. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't mean to say bad, but the team that was struggling, 
And that's what they needed to do. And that's what good teams do. And definitely not saying, hey, watch out, Western Conference, but th- this is this team is it's not just winning games because of some strange, you know, tactics or some fluky bounces or, or some, you know, again, goony time type stuff. Man, you want to talk about some some skin of your ass wins that just happened out of like how did that go in go back to goonie time they go back fucking 2012 to 2014 sometimes it'd be like how did how did that go how did wando make his heel turn that way to make the ball flick it was crazy but again the team's not like that anymore team's not like that anymore and here coming up this saturday they have an excellent opportunity to show that, hey, not only can we take care of the bad teams at home, we can go on the road and take care of teams that are struggling. And <laughs> you want you want you want some competition that's struggling. You get you some New England Revolution, baby. You want something that's you want somebody that's limited. I mean, it's almost kind of not fair at this point. I mean. I shit. I don't want to. I don't want to sound too cocky. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. So I don't. I guess I don't give a fuck. But dude, I mean, New England. They've given up 30 goals this season. New England. New England has given up 30 goals this season. 15 of those goals in the last three matches. Dude, you want to talk about struggling? Like FC Cincinnati look like fucking champions league contenders man uh, um so and they just got rid of their they just got rid of their manager they just got rid of their manager the assistant is is taking over for now that okay and then that is what's concerning okay that dude because earlier in the season for for those that haven't that don't follow mls very much Earlier in the season, the uh, New England Rev- Revolution's manager told the media he couldn't believe why people aren't waiting in the parking lot with bats to beat up his players because they fucking they were fucking up so bad. Which I mean, I get it. If you there there are you know, uh, dude, again, a football, some sort of college football team loses the big game. And they go, you know, in this country, they'll go throw fucking for sale signs on the coach's front lawn and all this shit, give them all kinds of shit. But in soccer, it's not there. It's not like that yet. And not that it should be like that. What the fuck? Who the fuck? How how humans shouldn't treat other humans that way? Fuck that shit. So anyway, yeah, earlier in the season, he was like, you know, pretty much. We're not playing well, and it, it baffles me that there aren't people waiting with bats in the parking lot for my players, you know, to to tune them up. And well, I don't know how that I don't know how you get motivated, but that shit wouldn't really motivate me very much. Um, and it didn't seem to motivate his players either. And they've been they've they've been playing terribly. And um, but again, but that's what's concerning. Is is even you know this team? It, it, the roster is really not that good either. But 
but you take away that toxicity, you, you take away some of that toxicity, then the captains, some of the players, you know, can, can look around the locker room and say, guess what? That's gone. Now we can just play for ourselves. Those people, they still got lives, you know, they still got families. They still got things that they need to do. And if they just give up playing, that's that's going to, how are they going to sign another contract? How are they going to be able to negotiate if they just fucking just lollygag around the fucking pitch? So, yeah, so this is a time where, where some locker rooms can get together and say, all right, cool, that shit's gone. Now we got to play for ourselves. And then that's when they could get dangerous because they're just loose, you know. They, they, they're they they're just really, again, they're 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 in show-off mode. They're, they're trying to, you know, they're, they're trying to, to be found. They're trying to show other teams like, hey, look, look what you can get. Get me out of this mess. And that can be scary. That can be scary, especially for the Quakes. Like I said earlier, that they're going in without Christian Espinoza. That fucking dude. He knew he had a dude. That fool knew he his his girl was about to have a kid. Congratulations again, Christian Espinoza. Congratulations, just had a child. He's he's got to be a Quake man. He's got to be a Quake fan for life. He's born when you were here, Christian. He's a Quake fan. So, man, he was like, I gotta. I got to take some time off anyway. Let me just go sass, sass, sliding into motherfuckers. I mean, I don't really think that that's what he was doing, but he got a red card against Cincinnati. He won't be available. That's a very, very key piece of the Almeida system. I am so curious to see how the team reacts. If this team reacts well and just comes out playing like it's been playing the last several weeks, I'm still not going to come out and say that this is a scary playoff team, but other teams better be fucking taking notice and pundits around the country better realize as well. I dude, I this team is 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 much better than people give them credit for. And that being said, that being said, I still don't believe that this will be a playoff team. Um Portland Timbers, I, I still believe Portland Timbers are, are, are going to be in it. And I, I really think that Almeida system and the depth of this roster, I don't know what they're going to do in the summer transfer window, but this roster is, is really not that deep. And Almeida system is so physically demanding and they run so much. I don't think the players after one season, you know, just one off season of training with Almeida, yeah, they busted their ass this off season. They've been working harder than they probably ever have their, you know, most of them their careers. But that's only one off season. It's only going to do so much. Your body's going to hit a wall at some point, and I believe the Quakes will hit that wall at some point this season, especially as the summer, you know, gets longer. You're playing in in Texas. You're playing in in Florida. I don't know if they play at Orlando actually, but you're playing in in this hot. You're playing in San Jose. It's fucking hot in the summer. Um, and I, I think that's ultimately going to wear on them, and it's gonna their lack of depth is really what's gonna what's gonna hurt them later in in the season. And. So so as much as I would love to be like, yeah, hell yeah, this team is going to get stronger and stronger until I don't know. 
but really I, I think there's going to be diminishing returns at some point and and for now it's i think it's going to continue to get better and it's going to continue to gel and if they make a signing in the summer um a big you know whatever it does again i've said it before it doesn't have to be this big splashy signing i i know people are stuck on that i know people would love to have somebody that they that they recognize from fifa or something but that's not what it is mls you don't need that you don't need you don't need that uh, um and you just need someone that's going to make your team better. And I, I hope that the, that the Quakes and Matias Almeida and that front office can find that player and, and bring them on board. Or players. I don't know. Well, you're going to have, hopefully, Garam Kashia you'll have pretty soon. Man, that dude's been his lower leg injury for a while. Um, I think they're, it's getting close, you know, kind of close to the time frame the team mentioned earlier in the season when he should be available. That's a that's pretty big loss, and to have, have him, again, he hasn't been playing, and I don't know about the first, I don't know if he was playing for the first uh, clean sheet, but he definitely wasn't playing for the last two. So to be missing such a big part of your defense and, and still be having clean sheets and still be winning matches, those those are really good signs. Those are really good signs, but... We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to see oh, this Saturday, New England Revolution. It's my fucking birthday. They're playing on my birthday. I mean, come on, Quakes. I don't ask for much. I don't ask for much, but it's my birthday. I'm going to be sitting there watching you guys at some bar and and just give me that for my birthday, man. Just just, just that for my birthday. Um, We'll see. Either way, it's it's been a great season so far. I look forward to more more weeks. I look forward to more episodes of these. It, again, leave comments, leave reviews, uh, reach out to me on on social media, centerlinesoccer.com. Go read my stuff. Uh, again, you can comment on there as well if you want to reach out to me. Uh, yeah, and we'll catch y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. Oh, let me see if I can snag Nacho back in here. I'm sure Nacho's got all kinds of stuff to say. Now that the quakes are good, we'll see. If not, I'll be back. We'll see y'all next week. Go quakes, baby. Peace out.